Warning, the Grow Your Salon Fast Show contains content that may offend. The hosts don't care. If you want to grow your salon fast, keep listening and find out more at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. But for now, here's your hosts, Vagar Svanberg and Kat Smith. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with me, Kat, the QBV, and uh, with me, my trusty side companion, my uh, jack of all trades, my little sidekick, is uh Vigad. Hello. Jack of all trades. Oh, I don't know, I just made it up. Are you a jack of all trades? You <laughs> seem to be able to do most things. <laughs> well, well Jack of all hasn't that changed slightly by the way? Is so, a jack of all trades could actually be positive now, whilst if you say the full thing with Jack of all trades, master of master, master of none, none is actually negative. Well true, yeah. yes. It's actually changed slightly, yeah. Yeah, but also I guess that I probably can't call it a jack of all trades anymore. It probably has to be something like person non-binary of of some oh, some some, fuck um, sake. some gainful employment persuasion or something <laughs> i saw you know the the um lbgt Q. community yeah someone posted on the facebook page and asked whether the b actually meant by because if it did, then that me- means that there's actually just two genders, and he was banned from the group. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> of course. No, I haven't thought of that before. Yes, of course, because it's not. <laughs> yeah, I think that was quite funny. <laughs> that was clever. Very clever. Very clever. Oh, there's issues all over the place, isn't there? Just issues with speech and language and to say something and how not to say something and it's just ridiculous just get on with your lives people don't annoy people don't fuck up other people's lives don't be mean just get on with it and ignore it and don't get involved in anybody's business that's the rules you should live by oh for fuck's sake (laughs) mind your own business and and be kind my motto I was going through the show notes earlier, and I don't think have we have we talked about my fit on the show. Your fit? No. We haven't. No. Okay, so a while back I fell, um, and I hurt my, I hurt my foot, and uh, I thought I'd just you know stretch it a bit or something like that. Nothing bruised, nothing nothing important, nothing you know. Uh, but it didn't stop aching and it got slightly worse. I don't remember, I don't know if the last time we met, if you can remember that, I, I had a yeah, limp. Yeah, you did, you had a limp, a little limp. Yeah. <laughs> you had a little, and little I, sidekick yeah, with and a I, bit of a hobbity, hobbity, pop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Leg, yeah. yeah, yeah, I do remember that. It wasn't, it wasn't great. Yeah, so when I, I flew back and when I got back, it didn't get any better. So I figured, okay, maybe I'll go to the doctors then and talk to them. So I went to the doctors and she said, hmm, I think we need an x-ray here. Oh, no. <laughs> and I went to the hospital and we did the x-ray and a lovely nurse came out and said, so how long, how long has your foot been hurting? Mm, oh, three, four weeks, I said. Oh, yeah. And you couldn't be asked to get here before now, could you? <laughs> No. no. <laughs> I couldn't, no. See, you actually got a, a fracture in your foot. Oh, no. So, <laughs> that's why it's hurting. <laughs> you broke it. Yeah. So i breaking my foot. Cool. You have to stop kicking people with it. Yeah, I actually fell. It was quite embarrassing. <laughs> did you fall off your high heels again, Vigad? I've been telling you not to wear those no, six inch heels. Uh, no, but 
I, I, I wore something almost actually even slightly more embarrassing i was wearing crocs what you were wearing crocs yeah oh i know i was just gonna i, can't believe you I was just gonna go it. yeah no. Oh, no i was oh my estimations of you go way down way. i was just gonna get my mail or something so i was just gonna <laughs> so a quick trip crocs outside and then oh, actually my no. This is something that runs in the family. My, <laughs> everyone crocs? in the fam. Yeah. Oh, it, no. no. In, uh, do you do you have the concept of uh, wooden shoes? Clogs. Is that what you call them? Clogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my my grandmother used to wear those, and she even painted a house. So she was standing on the ladder, <laughs> very close, clogs. and she fell. She, yeah, and she fell, of course, and broke her hip or something. <laughs> So you just, you Norwegians yeah. don't learn, your family doesn't learn, that you go outside in these ridiculous no. shoes, you're going to fall over and, and hurt yourself. And every, that was actually, that was the first question I was asked. What were you wearing? What did you wear? <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, it was Friday night and I was going out to the pub with my six inches. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So what's going on in the Middle East? What's going on in the Middle East? Well, actually... Uh, we are just done the Formula One, so I've been burning some fossil fuels and we're doing some rugby, which is always good to watch men in tight shorts running around the field and getting hot and sweaty with the ball. And uh, yeah, we're off to Iran as our, um, our trip with our family because my parents are still here. And um, we're just about to head off to Iran to to go and explore um, Isfahan and uh, it's a bit of a sad story but my mum's sister died there when she was 13 and um, she's buried, oh, buried there so yeah. we're taking my mum back to to see if we can find the grave and, and uh, yeah kind of yeah. do some closure I guess for my mum because she was only 14 herself when she yeah. knew what happened. So yeah, that's very exciting. It's somewhere new and differently unique and I don't know how much I'm going to talk about it and how much I'll get banned for it, I don't know. Um, but I, yeah, up for traveling around new countries. I love traveling. That's um, what I love to do <clears throat> if I'm not shopping. Yeah. And um, in particularly areas that are not as well explored as others, and I guess this one is, but just not as explored now as it used to be because um, obviously it was a okay. major trading route um, way back when, but it's all closed off. So, yeah, so that's what we're up to. So a bit of an adventure, really, exciting adventure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, but it would be emotional at the same time, I think. That's a bit of a worry. Uh, yeah, of course. And and going to new places where they don't speak the ling- lingo that you speak and eat the food that you eat and all the rest of it is always it's exciting um, but challenging at the same time. So I'll let you know how you yeah. are. Let you know. So how, how stable is that area you're going to? I believe it's very, very stable and, um, well, as stable okay. as anywhere could be, I guess, just depending on the day, the time of the week and who's around. Um, but, you know, it's <laughs> like I lived in London for a long time and I went through two bombs. Um, and, yeah, it's true. Yeah, so you can be anywhere in the world and something could happen to you, you never know. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and I know okay. from other people's experiences that um, they're very, the Iranians are very welcoming people and love to have visitors to their country and show off their country. So I'm really looking forward to that. It's a, it's a, it is actually an interesting country because mm. they were very free and open in the 60s and partly mm. in the 70s, weren't they? And then mm. 
it all crashed. Well, the revolution and you know, all sorts of things happened. Yeah. But also, it's um, it's been a country that is very diverse in terms of ge- geography. So there's mountains and there's jungles yeah. and there's deserts and there's all sorts of things in very arable land. So and, you know, and it's huge. It's absolutely massive. Um, and lots of beautiful things there. So yeah, why not? Well, we can. Anywho, what are we talking about today? Well, actually, it's something that has been a bit of a... Um, something's going on for me at the moment, but also something that I learned a long time ago, that when you are plugging away at something and you're trying something new or you invest a lot of money into something because someone tells you it's a really good idea or you have a go at something and you spend some money doing it and then it doesn't seem to be going as well as you expect it to happen. Um and maybe you're not getting the kind of return that you expect or that someone's told you you're going to get. So, for example, if someone told you that they can get your turn your Facebook likes into money into people sitting in thing and they want you to pay them to do it so that you pay them <laughs> hundreds, yeah. hundreds of pounds each month and they get your number of likes up and they say to you that you know, these people are going to convert into sitting on your seat and paying you some money. You're listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Remember to sign up for the podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. <laughs> in the initial stages, that your likes go up and you get a bit more engagement and people are starting to talk about you. And you might get one or two people coming in and think, oh, this is really good because this is happening. And then by the second month, yeah. it might be one or two people. And then the third month, it might be one person. And then by the fourth month, it might be one person at the end of the month. And the fourth, fifth month, you're thinking, hang on a second, I'm paying for all this money. I've paid a lot of money. And yet my return on it is, has been quite low. So, you know, I'm paying hundreds yeah. of pounds for this person. And yet I'm getting a £50 haircut coming in or a £30 manicure coming yeah. in. So it doesn't actually tally up, does it? You don't, and sometimes you don't even know if they're coming in based on what that person is doing for you or not. But then you start to think, yeah. well, when do I stop? When is it a good time for me to stop doing this? When do I quit this thing because it's not making me money? Do I wait? Do I take a gamble and think, oh, well, um, I'll give it another month? Or is that person saying to me, look, it's early days and you get a lot of that when people say oh it's early days yeah you need to get a base and you need to to get you know people to trust you and you need to do this and it's going to take some time and and you know this is only the first stage and the second stage is going to cost you more um yeah let me let me just stop you right Laura, yeah. right yeah just just for a moment because there's a fine line between um uh pushing through yeah. and knowing when to stop yes and it can be really difficult to judge. Yeah, very difficult. And then, and then you get this thought about, okay, well, I've spent all this money, um, so I can't stop doing it. So there's that, 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 that thing that you've said about you know, knowing when to stop, but there's also in the back of your mind, like, well, I've spent all this money and I need to continue with it. And what's called the sunk cost fallacy. So, okay, well, I've spent this money, so I need to continue. But in actual fact, you need to make the call, say, is it making me money? How long has it been since it's been? Has it made me money? Yeah. Will it make me money? And that fine line of saying, okay, well, it's not making me money. I'm going to yeah. can it. And it doesn't matter that you have spent money on it already. That's money that's gone. You've spent it. That's that's too bad. It's basically, you can't get that back. And that's, that's a very interesting part of the human psychology because you tend to stick to 
the things you've already invested in, yeah. even though what you've already invested is in the past. So that means that if you spent even a million quid on something and it doesn't work, yeah. <laughs> you're actually more, it's more likely that you'll continue to do it and waste, uh, you know, a million more yeah, exactly. <laughs> on the same yeah. and just stop doing it and, and doing something else. Yeah. You know? yeah, and then you know, and the thing is, well, I've spent all this money so far, so it has to work. It's like, well, you know, yeah. keeping a car, and I use a car scenario very loosely because my husband has a car every time I talk about old cars because he likes tinkering <laughs> with old cars. It's like, well, you've spent a fortune on this old car when you could have bought a new one. And yeah, yeah. And he said, but I've spent all this money on this old car. But like, yeah, but that's money that's just gone. We have to say, okay, buy money, that's it, and move on to the next thing. But it's the thing is knowing, knowing when to quit. It's really interesting, I think. And uh, well, I see. I will take just one example. Is uh, something as simple as social media. When you see um, salon clinic owners, they they use social media a lot, yeah. and for some it works, but most of them don't. They can't really tell whether it works or not, and uh, they can't really measure any concrete activity from social media. But they still keep doing it, and they keep doing it for two reasons. The first reason is they don't think they can stop because they've invested so much time and effort into yeah. it. And the second reason is they get this dopamine kick from getting a like, getting a share, getting that so-called engagement. So that kind of encourages them to keep running, even though there might be a sunk cost. They don't even know if their actual clients or customers are there. Sure. They still yeah. keep doing yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I that's, think that's just that's, one example yeah. of, of many. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a really key point is that sometimes they don't even know. So I spoke to someone recently and he said, well, I'm paying this guy £150 a month to run my Google campaign, AdWords campaign. And, um, Which is really bloody cheap, by the way. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. No. <laughs> uh, and I said, well, how many clients do you get from it? He says, I don't actually know. I said, but hang on a second. You oh. should know exactly because they give all the metrics and who's clicked and who's done this. He says, I don't know how many come in. He says, oh, when I ask them when they come come in and I get them to fill out a form about how they heard about us, they might tick something like the website, but they often don't say. So, sure. I, so I don't actually know. I says, you're giving this person money every month for you don't know. He says, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you should stop doing that. So hmm, maybe you should. <laughs> maybe you should. <laughs> Yeah, I feel so guilty. I've done done similar things so many times. <laughs> I've wasted so much money. Well, <laughs> it's part of the learning process. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes like, you forget. You forget that you're paying money to something and to do something. And sometimes yeah. it's painful to chase people because you think, oh, for fuck's sake, they should be just doing their job and telling me. But actually, you know, I've been paying out. For, even for me, I was paying out uh, quite a substantial amount of money for a um, software um, a database and uh, I didn't use it as much as I could have, and I wasn't definitely wasn't using all the features of it. And I just kept going because it was easier to do it, to pay it, than to go and have a look for something else better. And I thought, well, I've paid the money yep. now, and I've set it all up now, I might as well just continue. Until, hmm. until um, I had a major hissy fit, and it just didn't fall into place very well, so I was like, right, fuck it, and changing over. And I did, yeah. and I thought, why the hell didn't I do this a long time ago? Yeah. I'd suffered from it. So I'm the same way. Yeah, actually, I'm going to follow your advice. I've, I've uh, been having a particular subscription I've been subscribing to for a few years, and I'm not really reading the magazines anymore, but I've just kept it 
just left it running. But I think I'm actually going to cancel that today. Thank you. Wow. Oh, my God. That's actually worked. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I have just saved you money. Wow. Yeah, you actually have. <laughs> Fantastic. You can buy me that diamond you were talking yeah. about. Um, yeah. With this. Don't take Kelvin. <laughs> no. Um, so that was that's basically all I wanted to say in it because it's such a dead easy thing. It's like you could be sitting there thinking, I'm just going to push forward with this or it's not working and it's not working and it yep. works for somebody else and why, why does it work for somebody else and it doesn't work for me and maybe I'm doing it wrong or maybe I haven't put enough energy into it or something. Or you could say, fuck it, quitting this, move on to the next thing. I, this is done, it's finished, it's not working, let's do something that works. And it's as simple yeah. as that. But you just have to take that thought that you've done it, you've spent the money on it, it's, it's money that's gone, it's lost, you're just going to move on to the next thing. Because the people who do the best at this type of thing <clears throat> and exceed the most, succeed the most, is knowing how quickly to turn around. And, and yeah. they turn around quickly and they do something different, more quickly, faster than, <laughs> terrible English grammar, faster <laughs> than their competitors. And they know when to yeah. stop, and they know that even if they might miss out on a couple of dollars, that they, in the longer run, they're going to get some bigger dollars further down the line or doing something different. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that simple. Yeah. That simple. Makes makes a lot of sense. Oh, if no, you'd like to, um, not always, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you this one. <laughs> <laughs> I just saved you money, come on. Yeah, you did actually. And uh, if you want to save more money and earn more, you could <laughs> you could uh, actually go to the go your salon fast show.com uh, forward slash start now and book a breakthrough call with either Kat or me. Because uh, what you what we can give you here on the podcast is just tiny, tiny, tiny fraction of what you'll get on a breakthrough call mm-hmm. and what you'll discover there. So, um, yeah, I'll say no more. Excellent. Go and book a breakthrough call. The grow your salon fast show dot the grow your salon fast show dot com forward slash start is where you go. Are you sure that's where we go? <laughs> because it doesn't sound very convincing. <laughs> yes. Yet. Okay. See, when I've edited these episodes before, I've noticed that every time I say the URL, I forgot to say I forget to say dot com at the end. Dot com. <laughs> I don't know why. No, I yeah. Don't know why either. Dot com. Start forward slash start. Um, yeah, so go and book yes. your call. You're probably looking at January now. In fact, you are looking at January now uh, for the calls. Um, but I'm guessing that's good because you can get Christmas out of the way and then, uh, and then yep. get your salon on track. Yes. Cool. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. Speak to you soon. Don't forget to go and rate and review, review us on iTunes as well. And that's all we got for today, isn't it? It is. Okay, ta-da. You've been listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Share and sign up for your podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com.